Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on today's show, I want to talk about the result of Young Entrepreneur Convention, what I took away, and also what came out of a three-hour meeting with one of the top angel investors in the world, which is Jason Calacanis, and what I learned from that when he bought me and, and seven others dinner after our event Saturday night. But before we jump into that sexy stuff, let's just talk about even going into the event. So last week was at, I was in Des Moines, Iowa, getting ready for the Young Entrepreneur Convention. On Tuesday, it was Saba Ali and I went on uh, ABC5, went on TV. And and then we also, she went on TV, by the way, she went on TV on Thursday in Cedar Falls, Iowa. And I went on a radio show on Thursday as well, I believe. So just going into the week, just getting some hype, selling some tickets and last minute promotion for the event. And then we had the event kicked off Friday night with James Whitaker, who's been on the show before. He kicked off on Friday night and gave a damn good presentation. If you're looking for a great speaker for an event, he is somebody you should check out. Not only is he a good friend of mine, but just he's somebody that, for one, wrote the book Thinking Rich a Legacy, co-executive producer of the movie, and one badass motherfucker that is doing some awesome stuff. So James was kicking off Friday, so we kicked it off, had a speech, um, that went well, and then we also had networking, and and then Saturday we had speakers, we had uh, the largest elevator pitch competition in the U.S., and then also we had uh, the Bad Crypto Podcast. So Joe Com and Travis Wright were there, which they did amazing, just an amazing job on stage. First time they did kind of a presentation, kind of intro to blo- blockchain and crypto. And and it was so cool to see how they did it. And we actually recorded on camera, so maybe I'll even take part of that recording and bring it to you all for a podcast show because it was so good. So we did that, and then we had Jason Calacanis do a fireside chat and also judge the finals of the pitch competition, which is really good this year. We had six finalists, and they they did amazing. We had some cool ideas. Uh, one was an app that actually helped you become a better speaker so you could record your speech, and it would tell you where you need to actually do better in. Um, another um, was an idea – for uh, actually growing um, with aeroponics, growing plants. Uh, it was called Nebulum, which is pretty cool. And and there's a few other ideas out there. One was selling socks to actually to be able to give back to others, and it was raising for a cause. I don't remember what cause. So they pitched, they pitched in front of the crowd, and they all had their pitch down, and then they got feedback from Jason Calacanis and Ben Milne, who's the founder of Dwalla, and also Tim Zarley of Zarley Law Firm, who has also been on the podcast show before. So they did that, and I was the one that stopped them on the timing. 
Um, so once they hit 90 seconds for the pitch, I stopped them. They got two minutes Q and a, I stopped them and that was it. So that was, uh, that was a great experience and had a lot of fun with that. So in terms of overall, my takeaway for the event, a few things, one, some people thought that the track sessions they liked, we had this year, the startup track and the influencer track. The thing is, uh, some people wanted to see both, so they couldn't. So that was one feedback about the event. But, I mean, for the past three years we've done where there's multiple speakers at one time. Again, you can't see all of them. The thing is, if I don't do two tracks, then what happens is I can't get as many speakers in a day and a half. Uh, and their feedback, I mean, more networking. They'd love a Saturday night meetup, which we all kind of met up at different bars. But did they have like a legit just – designated meetup for networking. I found out events, some of the best deals and opportunities come from just networking in between the event, outside of the event, going out, having drinks. And a lot of that uh, was going on. And some of the conversations I had with some of the people there were very well. But for you, when you're going to events, make sure you're connecting with people, having conversations and making a lot of friendships. And then also connecting with the speakers afterwards, which a lot of people did. And I just always suggest for doing that, if you're attending an event, make sure you make a solid connection with some of the speakers. Because I know some of the speakers had really made connections with certain attendees. And now they may even have them as mentors, which is pretty cool to see. So in terms of what I got out of it, I I found out that this event has turned into what I wanted it to do in 2015. Heck, when I started this podcast show, it was kind of a big part of why I wanted to start Young Entrepreneur Convention. And what happened is I wanted to help young entrepreneurs have a place to go to get access to resources and opportunities. And I will say this event confirmed that what I'm doing is exactly what I set out to do, the result of this. It started at the event when the first couple people in, they said, hey, we're here for the event. One said he had just dropped out of college. One said he's looking, he's going to school, but he wants to do something entrepreneurship. And they had that drive to do something, something great in life. And that instantly was like, oh, my God, this is a person I'm talking to. This is the person I want to cater to. And where I really realized that this event had become a success was, so what Jason Calacanis did, well, shout out to Jason. I need to have him on the show. He's an amazing guy. He had – it was like a two-hour fireside chat that we did. And then what he did is he said – he didn't even tell us this. He just said, hey, to the finalists, he said, I'm taking the six finalists out to dinner and then also one of the team members from YEC. So eight of us out for dinner. Jason took us to the most expensive restaurant in town and said, "Get." he literally said to everybody at the table, he said, get the most expensive thing on the menu. And, uh, well, we did. <laughs> and it was great food. And it was eight of us sat around the table. And basically, he gave every person a time to talk about their business. And... And they talked about what they were doing, and they literally had each person had 15 minutes of one-on-one with Jason around the table as we're eating and drinking. And he asked questions and everything else, and even a couple of the people at the table, I'm pretty confident he's going to invest in. He's, what he's doing is he's doing his book tour, he's traveling, and his plan is every event he goes to, he's looking for a couple deals per place, and he's investing $100,000 
So two of the people at that table have a chance to get investment. And one of them actually, he asked to come to his accelerator in San Francisco. And when it got to me, I talked about, because I was the only one at the table that wasn't looking for an investment. I mean, I'm obviously looking for sponsorship for my show, but not actual investment for anything. And I said to him about what I did and why I created this event, because it created a platform and create experiences like we had at that dinner. And what I was working on was the TV show that Samantha and I are doing for success in your city and traveling the country and doing that. But one of the things that in the future I said I was looking at was creating a fund to be able to invest in other entrepreneurs and getting deal flow through these events and the TV show and finding great entrepreneurs to invest in and mentor. And at the end of the conversation with everyone, he had a call to action for everyone, which I loved. Call to action to two of them was he said, well, your business, you could create a business that makes you one to 200,000 a year, but it's not scalable at this point. Uh, one of the businesses, he said that it needs to go through some intellectual property and other things before he could help. Another business, he said it needs to prove something first in terms of what they could do to scale it before he could help. One business said he wants to follow up for potentially looking into investing. And then another one he was very confident, which was the first place of our pitch competition. He said, I would like to invite you to my accelerator in San Francisco, which is pretty promising. And then to me, he said, you need to go out and create a fund and invest in all these entrepreneurs. So I think that solidified that I should be creating a fund. And I'm actually in the works right now looking at creating an investment fund. I don't know how large, how many million it'll be, but what it is is a fund where I can go and create uh, basically this fund where people, my wealthy friends and affluent people can invest in. They can put in money and they what I would do as a fund manager would go and invest in other deals and then it, the payback would be based off of what they put in and the return. So I would be considered an angel investor and uh, I'd be the one of the, the creators of the fund. So I'm looking, my team's looking at that right now into what the logistical details are. I'm very interested in it. And I highly suggest you check out Jason's book, Angel, how he turned $100,000 into $100 million. And I loved his confidence because on stage he said, I am right now the top five angel investor of all time. He said, I will become the number one angel investor of all time. And he was so confident and he knew his numbers. He literally had it laid out. He even said the dinner table, based on his calculations, if he invests in, it's like, you know, 50 deals this year and had 100,000 and going to these events and investing a couple of people at each event and spending the time there doing the calculations, it's worth his time because it just takes one to hit to get a unicorn. A unicorn for him is Uber was one of his unicorns that turned a 50 million return. I think it was a 25,000 investment that turned around and made him 50, 50 million for the, the fund that he had. And so he knows that going to all these cities, he's looking at basically the calculations. If I go to this amount of cities, do this amount of deals, it just takes one of them to hit for me to get my return. So for you, think about knowing logistically like how many reach outs you have to do and based off of how many reach outs, reach outs, how many conversions that'd be for sales, for maybe your product, your, your mastermind, uh, speaking gigs, or maybe even getting investment. I love how specific he was to detail, and he was so confident 
and what he he was going to achieve. So for you, it's confidence. It's knowing what you want. It's a numbers game. So I had a lot of respect for him. And as we uh, drove back, I took him back to the hotel, had a 20-minute car ride, just talked about different things in life and, and business and everything going on. And he's just another human being like you and I that's doing some big things. That's um, And one thing I love about in his book, he talks about when you have – Five million in the bank, you're pretty comfortable. Ten, you're doing pretty good, he said. But once you get to twenty million in the bank, it's called FU money. <laughs> and what that means is if people give you trouble, you can tell them to fuck off and go make you a ham sandwich. <laughs> I know it sounds ignorant, but it's so funny. He's got once you get to twenty million dollars in the bank, it's FU money. And uh I'm excited to get to the FU money. That'll be a that'll be a good time. I know it'll happen. Uh, one other thing I asked, uh, I, I always talk about how I'm going to be going to space one day. Um, I said, what do you see in the, is what the feasibility is for the next in the next 20 to 30 years to be able to go to space? And he said, well, you can already do it for I think it's like 50 million dollars. He named a person that had done it. But he, he said, I think Russia could actually help you do it for. I don't know, a few million bucks, you could actually go to space, which I don't know if I trust that. Sorry, Russia. Um, I think I'll wait. I'll let it next or I'll, I'll wait till I'm 40 or 50. Give it some time and get all the kinks uh, out of it. So when I do go to space that it'll be safe and the chance of me dying are, are minimal and maybe it won't cost me more than a couple million to do it. Uh, so I'm saying that now you all guys probably all think I'm crazy, but I will go to space in my lifetime. Sam doesn't care about going to space so much. Um, she thinks I'm crazy, but I will go to space. It'll be cool experience to be able to see just earth from above and, uh, be able to get that experience. Our life is about experiences. And you know, the thing is me thinking that big and that it will happen and telling you this, like one of you listeners could be somebody that works with, worked with NASA or, or maybe even knows Elon Musk. I don't know, but, uh, I know by stating to the world what you want, it makes it a lot easier to make it happen because that's what I've done my whole life. And that's how I've always been able to achieve different goals is by telling people what I'm going to do, what I want to do. And by telling them and seeing them seeing the convincing on my face and also hearing in my voice, they're willing to help me. So for you, tell the world your crazy goals. Who cares if they laugh at you? Fuck them. Who cares? Tell them your crazy goals and work hard and work towards them and you will achieve them. I'm always learning this story and just sharing what I learned from YEC and also with Jason Calacanis. It it's, uh, always makes me think, you know. When, when I'm around these people, when I'm surrounded by these very influential people, it makes me realize we're all humans. Anything's possible. And it makes it seem like your goals are not that far away. That's why I challenge you to go to events. Come to the next Young Entrepreneur Convention, the next the Live to Grind event we put on, or any other events out there. Because when you're around big thinkers, you it's, it's it rubs off. And it makes it more likely that you're going to achieve that. So think big, my friends. And... Where I was getting to the the summarize or realization that this event has achieved what I want to achieve is when the eight of us were, sat at dinner with one of the top angel investors in the world, and two of the people on the table had a serious chance, and they do of getting investment. So if one of those companies goes and makes the next Uber or whatever it is, that 
you know, to say that I was a small part of that, that was, uh, I would say that's a success. So it was a great event, had a lot of fun, and I'm excited for the future. And I hope you enjoyed this show, and I'll be recording some more interesting things coming up. But I hope you have a great night, day, whatever it is. And as always, you know what time it is? It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable. Because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.